Alright, well welcome to a brand new year. It's that time of year when you're surveying the past and you're looking forward to the future. You're thinking about all the things that are behind you and you're also thinking about all those things that are ahead and where you want to be. Now, this last week, I've really been thinking about a scripture in Romans chapter 8 where Paul says this. He says, listen, the sufferings of this present time are not worthy comparing with the glory that is to be revealed in us. All of the sufferings, all of the things that we're going through in this present time are not even worthy to be compared to that glory that is to come, that's going to be revealed in us. And so I was just thinking how Oftentimes, as we survey the past, we look to the future, and then in between, there's this well, there's this suffering that Paul brings out. Um, and, and when it comes to looking forward, I think there's oftentimes two different lenses that we want to look through. Uh, one is we kind of want to look through the lens where it's the eternal lens of the future, and we're focusing on the prize. And Paul says this in another place where, listen, forgetting those things which are behind, looking for those things which are ahead, I press into the high call of Jesus Christ. And so there's that that focus of like eternal perspective. But then there's also another lens into which we look to the the here and the now and just a week from now, a month from now, uh, five years from now, the things that we want to be or places uh, we want to be rather, uh, or who we want to be, or man, it, it might just be, I just want to lose that eight pounds. And here's the thing, often that space between where we are and where we want to be Paul says, listen, it's filled with this hope, but it's also filled with suffering. Uh, This present time, these present sufferings. And so if Paul was your workout trainer and you wanted to lose eight pounds, he would say it like, hey, there's there's this hope that we have and you're going to do it. But in between where you are and where you want to be is going to be filled with some suffering, some sweat, some hitting the gym hard, some changing in your diet. You cannot eat those cookies anymore. But then it's followed up with this promise. It's not even worthy to compare. In other words, the end is going to be worth it. You're not even going to think of any of these things as a sacrifices. So here's the thing. What are your hopes for this new year? And what sufferings must you go through? Is it a different way to look at it, right? It's super encouraging and kind of depressing all in the same time and the reality of what it's going to take. In other words, hey, you want to be debt-free? Well, it means it's going to mean sacrifice on your part. It means saying no to some good things so you can say yes to some great things. Uh, You want to be a better parent? Well, for you, that might mean that you're going to be listening to Baby Shark on repeat for six hours of the day. Come on. Have you ever been there? You know what I'm talking about. Maybe you just want to be closer to Jesus. Well, that just might mean picking up your cross and following him. God is in the business of the redemption of all things. And sometimes I think when we make goals and we look at our dreams, our tendency is to just focus on one part. We're tendency to just look at the body. 
And I think God said, no, I want to redeem all things, body, mind, and spirit. Help lose that eight pounds. Uh, Help change your mind, transform your mind, live better, have your spirit be more fully alive in Christ, to have good quality relationships. God is in the business of the redemption of all things, body, mind, spirit. Hence comes the challenge. Um, before I give you the challenge, let me give you a little bit of the backstory. This last year, Pastor Heath Cattell, down the road from us at Reach Community Church, uh, he has been on me for years to work out with him, and he started this new workout program, and it was crazy. It was insane, but he finally talked me into it, and we did it. And it was good. I think I lost 18 pounds. Um, I later gained it all back. Well, not all of it, but most of it back. Um, But here was the thing about this workout program. It was intense. Um, It it, it considered of two workouts a day, every day. There was no breaks. It was all of these things that you had to do. And while it was working, I realized... Yeah, it's producing some results, but it just was not sustainable. Um, it, it would not go over the long haul. And as my wife could could tell you, like I gained it back. It did not really do the job that I wanted it to do. So I got to thinking, is there a model uh, that I could do, that I could use, that could help me going forward, not just physically, but mentally uh, and spiritually as well, that would keep my body in good health, my mind sharp, my spirit just alive and awakened to the things of God. Um, But the key thing was for it to be sustainable, that I could do it over a long period of time and really create an entire lifestyle around uh, these holy, healthy habits. Um, and so I designed and and I've done it uh, for a little while and I want to encourage everyone else to try this too, but it's seven things for seven weeks. If you could do seven things for seven weeks, it creates that, that habit. It's that 49 days. It's over the 40 day period, but it's, it's that every day doing these things, um, to help create sustainable health body, mind, and spirit. So here they are. Um, I'm going to give them to you today. And then also you could go to the website. You could hit up lucasgranger.com and you could find all of these seven things listed under there, seven for 70. Uh, We'll also make a downloadable PDF where you can check it out and just bring it along with you. So what are they? Here they are. Number one, you got to work out. Uh, you got to hit the gym. You got to, you got to go for a long walk. Uh, your workout could be any workout. It's whatever works for you, but you've got to do it three or four times a week for 45 minutes. So for 45 minutes, you're, uh, you're, you're doing whatever you need to do. You could do any workout. There's a million things on the internet. My wife, loves doing the the TV thing with the beach body and all that stuff. That ain't for me, but it works for her. Um, Whatever it is, but you've got to get your body moving 45 minutes and you got to do it three to four times a week. The second thing is this. 
you got to choose a diet. Now, it could be any diet. It could be as simple as just giving up sweets. Um, You could try. I mean, there's so many things out there, but you've got to find what works for you and then stick with it for all seven weeks. Now, here's the thing. Now, Sunday is a rest day. So uh, it's, not a, it's not a cheat day, but it's a rest day. It's a Sabbath day. It's a day where, hey, if you do want to take uh, that long walk, take that long walk. But don't, don't go overboard with your workout and don't go crazy on your diet. You know, uh, I say it like this, you know, if you want to have a brownie, have a brownie, but just one. You know, it's, it is a, it's a Sabbath day, not a cheat day. So you're working out three to four times a week. You're choosing a diet, any diet that you want. And then third, you're drinking some water. Um, With the plan that I was doing before, I was drinking up to a gallon of water a day, and it was was crazy. Uh, They even said that this is how much water you're supposed to drink. But I just honestly, I could not do it. Um, uh, There was a few things that helped. Uh, adding some lemon to it, a little bit of lime helped with the water intake. Um, and then there's different things. So it kind of depends on your body weight. They say to drink uh, a half an ounce for your body weight. And so if you're kind of, if you're under about 120 pounds, 125 pounds or so like that, you're wanting to drink about half a gallon. Uh, if you're, you know, maybe closer to uh, 125 pounds, to 175, maybe three quarters of a gallon. If you're 200 pounds plus, you're probably wanting to drink that full gallon. Um, but I just say a good place to start is at least it, 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 doing half a gallon of water, 64 ounces a day. I've got this jug that I've been carrying with me, and it's exactly 64 ounces. So I'm just trying to drink that thing every day to 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 stay hydrated, to keep your body moving good. And to be honest with you. Uh, it does help. It kind of feels like my muscles are are doing better, and I absolutely hate it because my wife tells me this all the time. You got to drink more water. You got to drink more water, and apparently she is correct. You think I would have learned that lesson a long time ago, but I'm learning it now. So, work out, choose a diet, drink water at least 64 ounces. Number four, read. Read the Bible. Uh, at least two chapters a day. Some people like to do three or four. I think they say if you do uh, three or four chapters a day, you could read the whole Bible in a year. Uh, I personally like to do two chapters a day of just my reading because I like to really take in those two chapters, and it makes it where you probably go through the Bible in about two years, but man, that's okay. You, uh, I'm not in a rush. Um, any version you want. If you've been reading a particular version for for a number of years, I would say mix it up. Try a version uh, that you're not used to. I love reading the message version just for my personal time with God. It just is a great version. I love reading the New Living Translations, but sometimes I, I read different ones, but two chapters a day. Fifth thing, praying. Three prayers a day. Now, here's the thing. These three prayers can be for anything. You can, you, can, you can have it where you're praying for yourself a prayer, a family member a prayer, someone that doesn't know Jesus a prayer. Every day you can mix it up. But as long as there's three different 
items on your prayer list that you're praying for every day. And here's the key to it. Write it down. Keep your little notebook beside you or something and just every day write down, hey, I'm praying for one, two, three. And it could be different for all of these seven uh, weeks. It could be the same prayer for all seven weeks, just whatever you want to do, uh, make it work for you. But it's getting, it's cultivating that rhythm of prayer, of reading your Bible, of getting time with God, of letting your petition be known to him. The sixth thing. Now, this is the one that I have found to be the most beneficial. Um, If you are one that your life is always kind of busy and in a rush and hurry, this is the one that you cannot miss this one. And that's this silence and solitude. Get alone for 15 minutes. For 15 minutes, just slow down, just you and God. And, and this isn't a time where you're, 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 you're praying a whole lot of things. I mean, you can be praying, but whatever it is, it's that your, your body, your mind, and your spirit are just slowed down to the things uh, that want to keep you going, 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 and you just are there with God in the silence, in the solitude. I personally have two different uh, chairs, one indoor and one outdoor. And oftentimes when my wife takes the kids to school, the house is silent and I'll just take 15 minutes and just sit there. And sometimes God speaks and sometimes he doesn't. And sometimes we're just there in that moment, but that 15 minutes is gold. Um, So that's number six, silence and solitude. And then number seven, the last thing is Pick a devotional, any devotional. Uh, At Coastal right now, we are doing My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald uh, Chambers, and it is just a really good devotional. I'd recommend that one. Um, There's uh, a lot of different devotionals you could pick, but whatever it is, stick with it. And then here's another key to it, though, is you got to take notes. Use that little notebook that you have, and whatever it is that you glean from that morning with that devotional, write it down for seven weeks in a row. Seven things for seven weeks and we are creating these holy habits built around body, mind, and spirit. Working out three to four times a week, choosing a diet, any diet, sticking with it, drinking at least 64 ounces of water, reading two chapters in the Bible, praying three prayers a day, entering into 15 minutes of just silence and solitude, and then reading a devotional, any devotional. Uh, a side note with that too is also like the YouVersion Bible app, and I would read the verse of the day every day, and it's just uh, it's a rhythm that helps me uh, get uh, into this habit and closer to God. Now, for myself, two through seven, all of these things you could do in about forty-five minutes. Uh, or, or even even less. Now, if you add the workout to it, you're at about 90 minutes for, for the whole day. So you could do 45 in the front. And then remember, you're only doing that workout three or four times a week. So it's figuring out what works for you. And if this is too much for you, if you just say, hey, Lucas, um, man, that, that's, a, that's a lot, especially if you're, you're, you're one that's kind of, you, you know your pattern of You'll start off real strong, but three days in, that's it. <laughs> kind of like how I was when he told me with this exercise program. Well, just baby step it. So maybe you can't do seven things 
for seven weeks. Maybe pick three things for three weeks. Um, right now, as a church, we're in 21 days of prayer. And so pick three of these things and then just stick with them for these 21 days. Three, any three, whatever it is, just get get this holy habit inside of you during this 21 days prayer, fasting, uh, all of these things that we are looking forward We're looking behind. We're reminded of Romans 8, the sufferings of this present time. So all of the things that we have to go through to get from here to there, whatever there may look like for you. But ultimately, you know, for us as Christians, it's eternity with Jesus. But our our present uh, there, you know, losing eight pounds, becoming a better father getting our finances in order, um, spending uh, more time with our family, whatever it is, in between that time is present sufferings. But at the end of this, I want to remind you, just like Paul reminds us, they're not even worthy to be compared to the glory that is to come and to be revealed in us. Amen? All right, seven things seven weeks. You could do it. Body, mind, spirits. Go to the website. Check those things out. LucasGranger.com. The Spirit and Truth Podcast. I'm looking forward to this year getting into some new things with you guys, creating these holy habits, and just talking about life together. It's going to be good. Go ahead, hit subscribe, share all that good stuff that you're supposed to do. If you don't mind, take a minute. And if you enjoy it, rate and review it. If you don't enjoy it, do not just leave it (laughs) to the side. Anyway, hey, here we go. 2023. Let's do this. Grace and peace.